Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you. We, we have so much time for testimony today as the Spirit directs. And I, 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 I saw how people were, were being touched, people were vomiting and screaming. That is the blessing of God. And I know you are not excluded. Yeah. Hallelujah. We was all over the world. Where can we go from his presence? We bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Since I'm going to see many of us after the service, I think uh, I will, the Spirit of God will lead me for mass prayer. You should be ready to prepare your heart to, to be touched. You know, you know we, we oftentimes ignore our conscience. We keep talk of Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, where well, there's nothing bad about that. We ignore our conscience, our heart. But oftentimes, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is good. But the same, our, the same conscience the Holy Spirit use to guide us. The Holy Spirit use our conscience to guide us, to guide your soul. So if Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, there will be nothing for Holy Spirit to use. So take, take notes, your conscience, your heart. If your heart is not there for the Holy Spirit, there is nothing Holy Spirit can do. Are you, are you with me? I say if your heart is not there for the Holy Spirit, there is nothing He can do. It cannot reach you. It cannot contact you. So, but all the time, we, Holy Spirit, God, Holy Spirit, God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, Holy Spirit, God. But ignore the fundamental. There's no way he could hit you. There's no way he could greet you. There's no way he could reach you. That is very instrument the Holy Spirit use to guide your soul. Tell your neighbor, don't ignore your, your conscience. I can't hear you. 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 How do we ignore our conscience? When your is to pray. But you don't know that before you pray, you need to examine yourself. And if you don't examine yourself and you pray, whom are you praying to? Am I really qualified? Am I on to pray? What am I doing? Who I am? Where am I coming from? You examine yourself first. Sometimes you may not even pray. You own that examination. It may be examination you will do and just end there. 
You may wake up in the morning. When you wake up and look around, look around, look around, ha, you may be on the examination all through. Yes. But today we, jump, we wake up, we jump up. Jesus, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Yes, good. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless me. Bless me. Who are you praying to? So we ignore, often time we ignore our conscience. So it is the very instrument used by the Holy Spirit, your point, your heart. The very instrument used by who? Yeah? By God. Let me say that, if you don't understand what I'm talking about. By God. The very instrument. You can be on examination and just end the whole thing like that. Without even saying, God, help me, God, help me. Because you know you are not worthy to even ask that. Because you are on the examination, you need to examine yourself. You are not qualified. So you have to be qualified. Tell your neighbor, don't ignore your conscience. It is the very instrument, the Holy Spirit himself, used to guide us, to hear us. Yes, the very instrument. If you want to enter a forest, you have to make a path. If there's no path, and there's, there's a tongue everywhere, there's no path, you'll be looking for any available road or path you can follow. Until you get that, before you enter the forest, that is that part is what we call heart. If there is not, no means for the Holy Spirit, he will not be able to. So in order to have a effective prayer, effective, effective one, there must not be anything between you and God. Between you, hear God, hear you. So this is what we are talking about. That is holding offense, such as anger, bitterness, pain of the past, and so forth. And these are the things that live in our heart. This is what we talk about, conscience. This is a place where those things live. This is why many, many times you continue to pray, you find that you are talking to yourself. You just talk it to yourself. Don't ignore your conscience. The book of Romans 9 verse 1 says, our conscience is the communication point. It's what? It's what? That is? Contact point is what I can hear you. Eh? That is contact point. If I don't contact this place, I can't get to that place. 
that is heart, your heart. If God does not contact this place, he can't he can touch your soul. He can't guide your soul. He can't guide you. Let me put it this way. If God does not contact this heart, he cannot guide you. He cannot talk to you. That is your heart. You can call it your spirit. Heart means spirit of man. That is spirit of man. If God does not contact this heart, that is the spirit of man, he can't guide you. How? It's not possible. That is that heart is the very instrument. So, but we often ignore it. It's called Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come down, Holy Spirit, come down, God, come down. Whereas your heart is full of evil, offense, anger. Holy Spirit, calm down. When the Holy Spirit now calm down, let's assume the Holy Spirit calm down. He will just be moving around. He can't near you because a place to contact is deadness. It's deadness. A place to contact is what? Deadness. Deadness. This is why you you is able to look upon pain and wrong and injustice to our neighbor, unaffected. You look at your neighbor, yeah, let him die. Let him consign me. Oh, he has not seen. Let him die. You just look upon pain, wrong, injustice towards your neighbor, unaffected. Let him die. Foolish him. He's a stupid man. Uh -huh. Or you learn your neighbor is in trouble. You say, hey, hey good. Mm, yes, it's good for him. It's just good for him because your conscience is what is dead. If your conscience is alive to God, your greatest enemy, if your greatest enemy is in problem and you hear he's in problem, you start crying thinking of how to rescue him. If your conscience is life to God, alive to God, your conscience if is alive to God, your greatest enemy, your number one enemy, if you hear is in trouble and the news reach you, you burst into crying. How will I rescue? How will I help? That may actually lead you to pick a... You will be the first person to run there to let me rescue him. 
you are able to pay evil for evil because your conscience is dead. You are able to hold unforgiveness, offense, because your conscience is dead. Can't you know that the evil evil your enemy plans they don't know that it's blessing in this regard for you. It's blessing. As a Christian, your suitation, your suitation, your suitation could be any foolish thing, your suitation, your suitation, is used to preserve you. If that is what God normally uses. It's not joy, it's not pleasure, but situation. God often used to preserve us, to keep us for a new level, to reform us. You are able to come to the synagogue today, 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 because of your situation. It's not out of plenty or joy, full of joy, that you rush here. It is one thing and the other. Is it that you come here to give testimony of situation God rescue you, or you are here? Is that not preservation? Is that not reform for better position? Is that not blessing? Your, our situation is not our enemy, but our friends. Your situation is not your enemy, but your friend. It's your situation that still keep you going with God. There are many of us here today, if you are released and you look here plenty, here abundant joy, here abundant joy, you, God will likely lose you. Strength often come through situation. It is not through joy, enjoyment. Strength often come through what? Situation. Strength. Say, I can do all things through God who strengthens me through situation.
so because I, I, I because looking at your time is I take you back again. Don't ignore your conscience. Any time to pray, to talk to God. It is time to look on, look inward, to see whether you are right or you are wrong before you pray. You look inward whether you are right or wrong before you walk, before you pray. Don't ignore your conscience. Your conscience is the very instrument used by the Holy Spirit to guide you. Tell your neighbor, don't ignore your conscience. Your conscience is the very instrument used by the Holy Spirit to guide you. There must not be anything between you and God if you want effective prayer. Holding offense, such as bitterness, anger, and so forth are the war between you and God. War, you build war. God here, you are here. If the war is between you and your God, that's just a thing offense. Because I don't want you to waste your energy in offering prayer. Don't just waste your energy. I tell you, don't waste your energy and effort in prayer. Your conscience should not be ignored. If you ignore your conscience, you are wasting your time. You are wasting your time. If you ignore your conscience before prayer, you are wasting your time. You're wasting your time. This is why any time cannot be the best time for a true man of God to pray for you. I say any time cannot be the best time. God always allotted time. They need correspond power to pray. Correspond power to pray. So any time cannot be the best time. You can't just rush to me and say, man of God, pray for me. Ah. But this is, this is uh, 
tradition today. You rush to your man of God. Man of God, please pray for me. Man of God, so in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus. No. Any time cannot be the best time. Cannot be the best. You know, when Jesus was called to the feast, his brother called him, please, come out. There's a feast. Time to demonstrate, to show the world that you are Messiah. Jesus said, look, any time cannot be the best time for me, but any time can be the best time for you to do whatever you want to But me. I need a corresponding grace before I can do what you ask me to do. He said, no, I'm not going. My, he said, my time has not yet what? Well, has not yet come. Why? If you rush to me, now, say, man of God, pray for me. I have to examine my conscience before I pray for you. That is why you can't just rush to me and I will pray. Because I need to go back to my conscience to see, am I in position to pray or I need to do some restitution? Are you with me? You see me, I'm talking now because I, I have not given the grace to go off and begin to prophesy. That's why I'm talking to you. And if I'm not here, I will continue to talk. If I'm not here, I will leave here. So to tap into that, you talk of prayer. When you ask, man of God, pray for me. Man of God, pray for me. I will pause. When you see me pause, I want to see, examine my conscience. Am I really qualified to pray? Do I need to, 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 I mean, to talk to myself? But maybe when I'm, where I'm coming from, somebody just offend me. I'm a human being. Somebody hit me. But, oh, why you do this to me? Oh, oh, oh. Somebody just rush and say, man of God, pray for me. Why am I still saying, oh, 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 oh. Man of God, pray for me. Oh, 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 oh. If I pray, it will filter out through, the, I mean, when, whatever in your heart, when you offer prayer, in Jesus' name, it will filter through that, what is in your heart. I say, human being, imagine I, I just moved from outside there and I saw somebody in the pool of blood. Ah, oh my God. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. You know, my conscience is dissolved now. Someone just meet me and say, Man of God, pray for me. Ah. When my conscience is not its best, it is when our conscience is in its best we can pray. When your conscience is at, at its best, you know, when conscience is at its best, you have nothing to think about, you have nothing to worry about, then you can offer prayer. But yes, I'm, I meet someone there that maybe probably is in, is, is in trouble and I have feeling. Ah, man of God, see me, help me. Ah, oh, how will I help this man now? Okay, wait for me, I'm coming. I'm coming. 
Someone just wrote to me and said, man, I'm going to pray for me. Ah. My conscience is not at its best. I'm worried already. If I now say in the name of Jesus, that name of Jesus will filter out through worry. Because worry is in the conscience already. If I'm talking to you, let us see your hand. There's some certain thing you ignore. We don't know. Okay. Like you wake up in the morning, you have nightmare. See that one. Maybe somebody abuse you or eat you. You just wake up. Ah. Oh my God, this is nightmare. This is nightmare. In the name of Jesus, I rebook it. Whom are you rebooking? When your mind is disturbed. When whatever you say at that moment, it will fit out through worried. What you need to do is to cancel yourself. You wake up and say, ah, mm, this is nightmare. God, I cancel it in Jesus' name. Thank you. You have to make yourself happy. You have to remember message you have received in the past. That when you are weak, then you are strong. You have to remember this. You have to remember immediately those messages. Yes. Yes. When you come to your, your senses, because when, 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 you, when you lose control, this is what Satan do first, to make you lose control, before make you a disciple. When you lose control, you start misbehaving. Then, if you are not lose control, Satan cannot use, cannot use you as a disciple or servant. You have to first lose control. When you lose control, he take you as a disciple and use you. You know, if you are not lose control, you will listen well. But when you lose control, you cannot listen well. Then he take you as a disciple. He cannot use you as an errand boy to anywhere he wants you to go. So that is why offense, he use offense to make you lose control. Offense is is a is instrument that makes you to lose control. When offense comes, you lose control. Ah, why? Why all this? Why? I don't know why you have lose control. Hey, I don't know, I don't know. Then Satan comes. Oh yeah, my disciple, okay. Yes, I do this, do this. You started doing the work of Satan. With bitterness in your heart, you lose control. With anger, you lose control. With anger, you lose, you lose control. That's when Satan takes us as a disciple. So, if I may go back again, we ha you, that you have to help those of you that listen to this message. Don't, men of God, don't disturb them. We tempt them a lot. You tempt them a lot. You see a man of God that sitting down laughing. <laughs> man of God, pray for me. Ah, 
You meet him, man of God, say, on the way. Say, man of God, pray for me. Do you know where man of God is coming from? In the same way, you cannot jump into prayer. You need to pause to examine your, your conscience. In the same day, man of God too, their own is even serious. Our own is too serious. We can't just, we need correspondent power to do anything. Man of God, pray for me. So we, we need to examine our, our heart before we offer prayer effective prayer because if there is something between us and God we cannot offer prayer to God so take this home and I know you will readdress yourself you can't just jump to prayer okay this is why you see people when they want to pray you see them start from worship worship praises worship praises they are using that to prepare their work their work their heart worship the worship that they are using that to prepare their hearts before going to prayer even the bible says in this war there will be war, offense. Take heart, I have overcome. That is, take heart me, don't hold offense. There will be offense, but don't hold. Offense will come, let it go. Don't hold it. The war, H-O-L-D. Don't hold it. You know, when something comes, something is passing, and I hold it. It becomes an instrument to use. But when it comes and I allow it to go, this is what the Bible says. In this war, there will be war. There will be war. There will be offense. That offense will not come, no. There will be offense. But don't hold it. When it comes, it comes. Allow it, let it go. In this world, it is not possible for you and I to live without what? Offense. Don't hold it. Don't hold offense. It will come. Mm. Let it go. So this is why you have to examine yourself. I want to leave you. Don't ignore your conscience. Your conscience is a very instrument used to guide you by the Holy Spirit.
tell your neighbor once again, don't ignore your conscience. Is the very instrument used by the Holy Spirit to guide you. So it's like a ball. Without ball on the pitch. And then no ball on the pitch, and you are now started. What are you playing? The same way, Holy Spirit cannot get to you without your conscience. It cannot get to you without your, your hearts. This is why the Bible says, faith is of man's heart. And only faith pleases God. Faith is of man's heart. Faith is of man's world. It's of man's heart. That is, it's of man's spirit. So, please, take care of yourself. Don't ever see yourself as a Christian when you are not a Christian. It's a parable. Many see themselves as a Christian, but whereas they are not Christian. I say when we're here that today people look upon pain. Pain, pain. And injustice toward their neighbor, unaffected. Are you with me? Huh? People look upon pain, wrong, and injustice towards their neighbor, unaffected. You see your neighbor crying because he has offended you, because he's your enemy. You say you will die there. This is why you see people doping people, crisis everywhere. People can set you up. People can do anything because they are they have deadness hearts. Take your pen. People look today, people look today. I can hear you. Today, people look upon pain. At the table, quote me where, quote me where at the table, because what you put on the screen is not represent me. Today, people look upon pain wrong and injustice towards their neighbor unaffected. Tell your neighbor again. People look upon pain wrong injustice towards their neighbor you know, when we say neighbor, your neighbor could be your enemy, could be your friend, could be those who are not share the same faith with you. The Bible says, love them all. But today, because they are not share the same faith with you, when you see them in problem, you, you ignore, you look other side. Because they are not share the same faith with you. You are a Christian, they are not Christian. 
whatever problem they have, mm. you look upon, you look other side. No. If your spirit, if your heart is, is alive to Christ, mm, you have to rescue, love your neighbor as yourself. If your spirit, your, I mean your heart, whatever name you call it, your heart, whatever name you call it, your spirit, you call it conscience, it's alive to Christ. You always be there for your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, if your conscience is alive to Christ, you will always be there for your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. So that's why he said, is that that? Hey, it's in the hospital. <laughs> My prayer has answered. Uh, what kind of prayer is that? Eh, it's in the hospital. No. No. If it's your enemy, the Bible has this back up there. We say, I will set a table before you. In the presence of who? If your enemy is not there, the table will be useless. If your enemy is no longer live and the table is set before you with a century of life on the table, it's good for your enemy to see what you become. What they thought you cannot become is good for your enemy to see. The thought you cannot become this, you cannot become that. It is better they see for themselves. That may change them. You win you, you their soul. But all this uh, deadness heart die, kill, oh. oh, I will set a table before you in the presence of your enemy. On the, on the table, essentials of life, those things you need for life, peace, comfort, I mean, prosperity. Good example of what we are talking about this week here today. If we begin to examine the heart the conscience of everyone, and look at the past of our conscience, at least 50 to 40% that are here today ever thought they will come here. 
you have a different impression about TV Joshua, you stand opposition about TV Joshua in the past. But today, you are alive to see that it's your friend. It's not your enemy. If you have died, then, will you be able to see this? If I have died then, I will, will I be here today? Why? I will set the table before you in the presence of my enemy. Now, the way out. Ask me the way out for you. I want to hear your voice. Pray for your enemy. I repeat again, ask me again, pray for your enemy. I, I want to answer this question three times. Prayer from your heart, not from your lips, from your heart, down, down your heart. Ask me again, pray for your enemy. So if you choose the part of praying for your enemy, you have a great relief. Because, because you are running to defeat your enemy, to overcome your enemy, it has taken you to many places. Spiritually, physically, morally, financially, you spend a lot of money. It takes you sleepless nights, fear, anxiety, pressure. Every bad, 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 bad thing that happened to you, when you have nightmare, you attribute it to your enemy. Every bad, bad thing. When you, be, you, you begin to, 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 to progress, when you begin to take responsibility of whatever happened to you, if you have nightmare, you say, oh my God, what, what do I need to do now? Not to attribute it to enemy. Because enemy you are talking about, they are not the one that is suffer now. It's you that is suffer. The pain you are going through, it's not your enemy that is going through it. It's you that is going through the pain. Why can't you ignore your enemy and move forward? Pray for them. the one going through the pain if someone calls you and say hey I cost you your leg and you started working immediately like this you are going through the pain at the same time you are pursuing him you are going through the pain the person that cost you your leg you are going through that pain. At the same time, the person that cost you your leg, you are, you are fighting him too, too bad too. You walk like this. When you want to pray, say, God, this man, I cost him. This man, I cost him. Oh, Jesus, I cost him. 
So when you begin to chase your enemy, you would automatically forget your condition in which you are. Because it's not possible to, to, to look two sides. I'm looking here, and at the same time looking here. If I'm looking here, I cannot look here at the same time. So if I'm going through pain that that enemy has caused, and I'm going through it, now the pain, and at the same time, I'm pursuing that enemy, but your enemy that caused it, I will ignore this pain. The pain will be there, but how to take care of myself will be ignored. Why I'm after that? This is why you, your, your situation is persistent, is continuing. The situation that you are supposed to, to go through within a week, you are on need for the past one year because you ignore your your condition and you are pushing your enemy. Enemy is something that you should define. I'm here, my enemy. If I now ask for progress and I have that progress, I will meet enemy that in the position of that position again. I've left that enemy. You think that you have you have gone. No, the bigger enemy too is there for you. The the bigger your success and the bigger your enemy, why are you wasting your time when you know it's a normal life? It's a normal thing, it's a way of life. It's a way of life. The trial, my trial cannot be your trial because of my position. I will not go through your trial. You go through your trial according to your position. And I will go through my trial according to my position. It is our position that attracts trial. What attracts trial? I can hear you. Huh? Okay, you are in university, second degree, master. You study as a master degree. They will not send primary school teacher to you to come and inspect your job. It's not possible. So they will send a professor or a PhD that can supervise you, not primary school or secondary school. In the same day, your position in life attracts persecution, attract trial. If your position is big, it will attract big trial. If your position is small, it will attract small trial. And you, you need, you, 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 you always pray for big position, big blessing. So that big blessing will attract big trial. You don't want trial, you don't want success in life. When people talk about you, 
When you go here, they say, ah, it's a foolish man. Go there, it's a foolish man. Here, it's a foolish woman. You know, it's a recognition. Nothing, nothing they ignore. Okay, here. If uh, a president enter here now, you will see everybody will start looking. Eh, that is president, that is president, that is president, that is attention because of his position. But if you enter, nobody will look at you. They will say, please go back, go back. They will say, go back, go back. Even Ocha will not even allow you to enter. That is it. So please, what we are trying to say is that, please try to understand. That what you are going through do not rule your life. What you are going through does not matter. But what matter whom you are? Whom you are? Whom you Ah. It is your situation that subjected you to this, what you are now today. Your situation subjected you to what you are. Sometimes when you are working, when you go out there, even in a here, little time you see people talking to, talking on to themselves. <laughs> You think he has mental problem. It's no mental problem, oh. As a result of he or her situation. You see people walking, laughing. <laughs> it's not mental. So there are many people on the street today that you think they are mental. They are not mental. It's as a sort of situation. The situation, their situation overwhelming them. And when your situation overwhelms you, you lose control. You become Satan disciple. So please, I will want to, like I have said, it's very, very important because mm, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Viewers, wherever you are, listen to me. Don't ignore your conscience. Your conscience is the very instrument used by the Holy Spirit. guide you to hear your prayer to hear him 
Can't you hear what the Bible says in the book of Matthew? Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall walk. Say it again. I can hear you. Think about that. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. That means our heart is the very instrument used by the Holy Ghost. If you ignore it, you ignore God. If you ignore it, you ignore Holy Spirit. So, when it is time to pray, it is time to examine yourself first. Time to pray, it's time to walk. This is why I gave you, I'm seeing my brother, my brother, please bring it. This why you have this. This why you, this is examination. This, this is to prepare your way. This will help you, your heart to contact the Holy Spirit. Yes. It will take you out and take you in. It's, there's nothing they say. People that hold it. It's, take more of me. It's a way of what? Examine your heart. Take more of me and give me more of me of you. Me, you are more of yourself. And if you are more of yourself, you are finished. You are you you are losing control. When we are more of ourselves, we have become uh, Satan's servant. Take more of me, give me more of you. Take more of me, give me more of you. More of your faithfulness, your kindness, your goodness, your holiness, your humility. Lord Jesus, take more of me, give me more of you. More of you, more of you. Now, you can know. That's what we call with our heart we know Jesus is righteous. With our heart we know Jesus is blessed, saves, delivers with our hearts. It's not with our eyes. Some people will say, I want to see that healing. I want to see that healing. Even when you see the healing taking place and you see it, 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 you only see it, but not receive it. At the end, you say, ha. Ah. It happened to some people, but it never happened to me. The thing is not working for me. No, it's not with our eyes, with our heart. We know Jesus is righteous. And we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let someone say, with our hearts, we know Jesus is righteous. We know Jesus, he saves, blesses delivers 
with our heart. If you have not seen with your heart, you cannot receive from God. With your heart, you receive healing. With your heart, you receive blessing. With your heart, you receive deliverance. Not with our eyes. I saw it, I witnessed it. No, what are this? This size. Faith is expecting something with our heart. With our heart, we walk with the Lord. With our heart, we say, Lord. With our hearts, we praise Him. With our heart, we pray. The Bible says, Christianity lies in the heart. Let someone say, Christianity lies in the heart. I, I can't hear you. Again. That is it. But you don't know this. They say, uh, Timmy Joshua, I want to see with my eye, Kuro Kuro. Mm. I want to see. When I said my eye, they will look at, is there any ring in the hand? How many times he call here? Be here. Be here, be here. Oh, two times. Let me write it down. Two times. Be here, be here, be here. Okay, he turned right. Okay. After be here, be here, he turned right. Okay, I'll write it. He turned right. When he, okay, look at the way he walked. Okay, this is the way he walked. Let me write it down. He laughed, he laughed. After that, he, he laughed. Oh, he write it down. <laughs> so now, you too, you now say, Be here, be here. <laughs> Can you see? So, these eyes, no. These eyes, oh no, no. With our heart, we know Jesus is righteous. So in this case, if with our heart we know Jesus is righteous, it means not all the people that say, Jesus, Jesus, belong to Jesus. Because one can say, Jesus, Jesus, not with the heart. So this is so difficult for ignorance to know who is following Jesus. It's so difficult for ignorance today to know the true pastor. So difficult for ignorance to know the true church of God. And 99% of the world are ignorant. You want me to repeat? 99% of the world are ignorance when it comes to things of the spirit. I repeat again. When it comes to things of the spirit, heavenly things, 99% are ignorance. How would they know the true church? How would they know the true ministers of God? How did they know the true worshiper? 
How would they know the true person? How would they know who is who? This is where we find ourselves. We find ourselves in a very big situation. How many of you here can stand to tell me your children used to follow you to church? Even if husband and wife go to the same church, glory be to God. But the children, how many of your children follow you to your church? They have their own direction. They know you cannot direct them. You can't direct them. They see you as a failure. And they don't want to be a failure. They choose their own direct direction. This is the situation we find ourselves today. So you have some message you need to go home and think about. I want to leave you to go home and, and think about this. That what matters is your heart to God. Let me put it this way. What matters most to God? Your heart. Write it down. What matters most to God? your heart. What matters most to God? Your heart. Because your heart is the contact point. Write it down. Because your heart is the contact point. You have to guide your heart gorgeously because your heart is the contact point. Before you call Jesus, take care of your heart first. How do we take our heart? By seeing, by looking if you are holding offense. Such as bitterness, anger, hatred, pain of the power, and so forth. If you do, if you do, don't be surprised if the Bible is no longer real for you. 
Don't be surprised if Bible is no longer what? You understand that? That is the value is no longer there. You read, time to read is time to sleep. When you open Bible and you are sleeping, you know something is wrong with you. Well, if you, you just open Bible you want to read, you start sleeping. Don't be surprised if Bible is no longer, is no longer value. Read. It will become a literature if you hold offense. If you have past pain of the past and you open the Bible, you are reading literature, not Bible. If you have pain of the past, bitterness, hatred, somebody offends you, you are not happy, you are disturbed, and you open the Bible, you are reading literature, history, not Bible. So you are now you can see why Bible is not read. To read is my, the word of the Bible. When you are reading the Bible, you are reading Holy Spirit. You are you are it's looking at you, and you are looking. You are looking at yourself, and it's looking at you. It's a mirror. Bible is a mirror. In which when you look through mirror, you see yourself. But Bible is no longer a mirror to you. Tell your neighbor, the Bible, the Holy Bible, is a mirror. That is M-I-R-O-R, mirror. When you take a mirror and look at yourself, look through it, you see yourself. How you look. So, the Bible, when you are reading the Bible, you are looking at yourself. But because we, 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 are, we usually hold offense, we hold offense all the time. So when you read Bible, why holding offense? The Bible is no longer read, cannot be read. Let me tell you that Bible, holy men were carried along to write. Holy men were carried along by the Holy Spirit to write the word you see in the Bible. Holy men were carried along. They were carried along to write what you are reading. So when you want to read, you must also be carried along when your heart is free. I don't want to take much of time. Let him go through this place. Thank you, brother. Yes. You, you listen to the message? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Which one is, is your true picture? Which area you, 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 you saw yourself? You know, message is a mirror. And uh, when the message of God is being delivered by the Holy Spirit, and if a man is carried along by the Holy Spirit to deliver message, as this as the message being delivered, you begin to see yourself. Ah, this man is talking to me. Oh my God! Gee, 
I need to do this, I need to do that. Yes, he has answered my question. Oh, yes, what I, I want answer, he has answered it. Oh, I was thinking of how to do this. He has, now he's telling me how to do it. Oh, my God. Yee, how does this man know what I'm doing in the house? Oh, he has answered it. Oh, my God, God is great. Are you with me? I repeat again. When a man is carried along by the Holy Spirit to speak, to teach, when he's teaching and you are there listening, the message you hear from him becomes a mirror in which you look through and see yourself. You see yourself, Look at what this man is saying. Uh-huh. You don't write it, and when you get back home, you go and do the writing. Uh-huh, I will do this. This man tell me this. This man tell me. The word of Holy Spirit is prophetic. What to happen? This one I'm asking you the question. So I want to say you. This is the second. Thank you. Man. Now, from one career to another career. Thank you, man of God. It's strong, man of God. So you are doing. You are into one career before, but now you are doing another thing now. It's true, man of God. It's like you don't know what to do. Exactly, it's true, man of God. It's you true. don't know what to do. Man of God, it's true. So you are confused. Direction. I'm totally confused, man of God. Please help me, man of God. It's God, it's God that will help us. Amen, man of God. Mm. Your case started four years ago. You received a letter. And since that, your life has not been the same. You are moving from one to another, one to another, one to another. Take it easy. Thank you, so, man of God. Now, what you need to do is to send apology just a restitution to this woman. Man of God, the woman you are talking is my mother. She's of late. Huh? The woman you are talking, she's my mother and she's of late, man of God. And Do she not died. Wait. Do, wait. Listen to me. It's not only you, your family. We are having problems. Everybody offended this woman. Failure everywhere. My genius. The woman, they ignorantly call her wish. It's true, man of God. She was mad before getting died. She's not a wish. The pressure caused this woman to run mental. It's true, man of God. Huh? You know what it means? If the same thing happened to you, you run mental immediately. If the same thing, you have children, you try to give them whatever you can do, but what you are giving them is not going well. Maybe probably your effort is not realized, but later they turn to see you, turn against you. Wherever they go, maybe spiritually or whatever. Started calling witches, wizards, witches, witches, witches. They assaulted this woman, she suffered, turned to mental and no other. What are you telling me? Depression. I say our situation went overwhelming us. 
we lose control. When you lose control, it's as good, it's as bad as running mental. If I'm talking, ah, when one lose control, he will, will key. By the time he key and they arrest him, say, ha, I never knew when I do this. The police say, you know, you, are, you key. Yes, I never knew when I killed this man. And he started regretting. Is that a mental problem? My brother, this is why I say, you're supposed to have seen your picture in my message. I want to see you. Thank you are you. here represent family. And you know, family, they are not one now. They have scattered. It's true, man of God. It's true. So I want to we say. We are having you. a lot of problems right now in family. So, you watch for me? Okay.